0: What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later. Hello, young adults. What is up? We're excited to be here this morning, evening, or afternoon, whenever you were listening. This is Courtney and... Victoria. And we just want to say, hey, what's up?
1: Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) What are we going to talk about today, Victoria? We are going to talk about the Holy Ghost and Fire, because what else is there to talk about? I'm just kidding. Um, But yes, okay, so the, the last two podcasts, we kind of talked about you know, our redemption through Jesus, the blood of Jesus, how we can have this unshakable confidence before the presence of God, um, all that great stuff. And, you know, that's really the foundation for understanding, you know, what is now available to us. We've been washed so clean by the blood of Jesus. We have this strong covenant now that we're in Christ, we're in right standing with God. Um, you know, so in the old Testament, many of you probably know, you know, Joel, he prophesied in the old Testament. He said in the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. Okay. Okay. And so you have to understand Joel's prophesying that under like the mantle of the Holy spirit. So he's, he's not speaking of himself, but you have to understand back then that was like crazy because you know, in the old Testament, the only people that had the mantle of the Holy spirit were priests, prophets and Kings, and you could only enter the presence of God god you know on the day of atonement all these kinds of things there were all these rules um and especially gentiles did not have the holy spirit it was only the jewish people of god um so, you know, for me, as a Gentile woman, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit is absolutely unthinkable. Um, you know, so when the day of Pentecost came and, and, you know, Jesus, he was ascended to the right hand of God. So he had brought, like we talked about in the last podcast, he had brought his blood into the Holy of Holies. He He had finished the work um, so, that, so that we could be born again, so that we could become clean. And then it says that he poured out the promise of the Father. Father. So in Acts two, you know, it talks about what happened. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven, like a mighty rushing wind. It filled the house. You know, they they began to speak in other tongues, and it caused a scene. People were like, "What is going on?" The world had never seen this kind of display of the power of God. And so, you know, Peter stands up and he says, "This is that. This is that. This is the thing that Joel prophesied about. It's finally here. It's finally come. The things that." You know, the Bible even talks about that, how the men of old longed to see the days that we're living in now. They prophesied about it, but they had no clue what it was gonna be like. They couldn't have even dreamt up how amazing Pentecost was gonna be, how amazing the gift of the Holy Spirit was gonna be. I mean, it was unthinkable to them that that God was gonna put his spirit on all flesh, sons and daughters, young people, old people, Jews and Gentiles alike. This was totally unthinkable to the prophets prophets of old. So now that it was finally coming to pass, you know, Peter stands up and as he begins to boldly announce, boldly declare, this is it. It's here. The thing that Joel talked about, this is God pouring out his spirit. And you know, this is the, the baptism of the Holy spirit is basically the reason that Jesus died because he washed us so clean so that he could fill us with his presence so that he could fill us with his spirit. And you know, that's what we talked about in the last podcast. That's John, uh, John chapter 14. That's what Jesus was talking about. How How is Jesus gonna come and take you into the Father's house? How is he gonna come and take you into the place that he prepared for you? He said, and then after that, he was talking about how he was gonna send the Holy Spirit. So the baptism in the Holy Spirit is your way into the secret place that Jesus went to prepare for you. That is your way into the Father's house, the secret place, into God's very presence That is the way in, is by the baptism, the infilling of the spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to take you, is going to take you into that intimate presence of God, where you're going to receive that confidence of the promises of God, where your faith is going to be built up, all those awesome things. But you know, it all starts with being filled, being endued with power from God so that you can go into those places. You know, that's what activates your spirit, that's what empowers your spirit, is when the the Holy Spirit takes over. And you know, obviously we receive the Holy Spirit when we're saved. But what I'm talking about is when Jesus baptizes you, when he immerses you in his spirit, that means that the Holy Spirit is now taking over. He's the one taking over and he'll begin to take you into that intimate place with God. And that's really when everything goes to another level in your Christian life.
0: Yeah, I mean I know for me I I remember when I when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I mean, we have to remember that our whole Christian walk is a work of the Holy Spirit. I mean, our salvation about how we we, our eyes were open to the gospel of Jesus and, uh, you know, that veil was removed and it says that's, it's the spirit of God that had removed that. So, I mean, the work of the Holy spirit is upon our, our, our lives from the beginning of our rebirth in Christ. But I mean, the, the Holy spirit is the one that is going to continue that work in us. And so that's why Jesus taught, spent John 514 14, John 15, John 16. And, you know, it's all throughout the, the new Testament, talking about the importance of the Holy Spirit and like Victoria says it's it's not only for that intimacy but it's for uh, the work of of God it's it's to our advantage that he would send the Holy Spirit it says in John 16 because think about it Jesus was one he was you know in the area that he was able to cover during the time that he was here on earth but he died in order to send his Holy Spirit it right. was the Holy Spirit that he was going to be sending it was like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna die I'm gonna take your old life I'm gonna cleanse you I'm gonna remove your sin i I'm going to make you holy and purify you and completely make you a perfect vessel. Why? So that he could pour his holy spirit on the inside of you. he be holy as he has as he is holy because he sanctifies us by the blood of jesus now he's pouring out his spirit so that's the that's what he promises before he left so he promises you know at the end of luke and in john uh and then at the beginning of acts he said i'm gonna send the promise of the father this is the work of the holy spirit and let me tell you when i got when i got baptized in the holy spirit not only did it do what victoria is saying give you access into the presence. of of God, but it also filled me with the fire of God. And it filled me with the fire of God to, you know, do the work of God. To have do, to be endued with power from on high. And it was something that I knew was available. And I wanted it. You know, and whenever I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, something happened to me. And I know Jesus is the one that baptizes us. And John the Baptist talks. He said, I'm, you know, not even worthy to untie the shoes of Jesus, his sandals, but one is coming after me, talking about Jesus. He's the one that's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, not only with the Holy Spirit, but with fire. And so that's why when Jesus left, he said, it's to your advantage. I'm going up. I'm going to be seated on high. I'm going to be seated in heavenly places on the throne. And in that place, I think it talks about this in Acts. That's where he pours out the spirit. He pours out the promise of the father. He pours out the Holy Spirit on our lives. We need to know that he's doing that in these days more than ever. There's going to be people who who never believed in you know the power of the Holy Spirit that are going to be baptized in the Holy Spirit in these days to come. We got to know that the Holy Spirit is who God sent to us in order to fulfill the rest of our Christian walk once we get saved. And man, life with the Holy Spirit is...
1: I, I can't even, I feel everything. like I can't even put into words right now. I'm just it, Yeah, I mean it's everything and you know I I grew up in a church. I was very much around the Holy Spirit, but I didn't understand until I was enlightened and really began to study the word. This is not a side doctrine. This is the central focus. Once you understand this, if you go back and read the Old Testament, I I, I talked about Joel prophesied about this. And then I want to read to you out of Malachi chapter 3. This is the last chapter of the Old Testament. This is un- Unbelievable. You know, Courtney talks about, he, she said about the Holy Ghost and fire. Well, Malachi's prophesying in chapter three, the last chapter, um, of the old Testament. He says he's, he's prophesying, um, I'm going to send. it says in verse one, I'm going to send my messenger and he's going to prepare the way before me. And the Lord, the Messiah, whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. The messenger that you you've desired, he's going to come. And it says, what is it going to be like? Verse two, it says, he's going to come like a refiner's fire. So what, you know, Malachi's saying John the Baptist is going to come. And what does John the Baptist say? He says, there's one coming after me and he is going to baptize you with the Holy spirit and with fire. And Malachi, said the same thing. The messenger is going to come and then there's going to come one that's like a refiner's fire. He's going to create a whole new breed of people. He's going to create a whole new species with this fire of the spirit of God. And that is what, and then right after that Malachi verse three, it says, it says he's going to purify them like gold and silver that they may be offerings to the Lord in righteousness. So, you know, in the book of Timothy, when it talks about vessels for honor, it talks about vessels of silver and gold for special use. How are you, how does that happen? That happens by the baptism of yeah. the fire of the Holy ghost coming on your life and making you into a pure vessel that God can use. And then at the end of Malachi three, he's saying, cause he's talking about all this. You have to read everything in context. So he's saying he, um, towards the end of the chapter, verse 17, he says, they shall be mine. Speaking of this new race of people that are going to be baptized with the Holy spirit and fire he says they shall be mine says the Lord of hosts in that day when I publicly recognize them and openly declare them to be my jewels, my special possession, my peculiar treasure, and I will spare them. And it says, then you shall discern the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. So he's saying, I'm going to set apart this group of people. They're going to be my special treasure. They're going to be a chosen race, a royal priesthood. You know That is who we are as the people of God. And so I want to encourage you, if you're a born again believer and you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, God's purpose is that people would discern the difference between the righteous and the wicked, that your life would be in a drastic contrast to the people around you. And that all comes by the power of the Holy Spirit that comes upon you to refine you, the fire of God that begins to burn in you, that begins to change everything about your life, begins to change everything about you. That when people look at you, they see that the hand of God's upon you, they see that you're a set apart person that you are set apart as a special vessel to be used by God. And that, that is what the fire of God does. That's Mm -hmm. what the Holy spirit comes to do to assure you, you're a new creation. You're now, you're now, A child of God. It even says in in John 14, like we were talking about that chapter earlier, that Jesus was telling them, hey, I'm not going to leave you as an orphan. I'm going to come back to you by sending what? The spirit of adoption. And he is going to assure you that you're my child. He's going to give you that confidence, that power, that you're going to walk in the newness of life, that you're going to walk in the fire of God. And that is what's going to change everything. You know, we need the Holy Spirit. Like Courtney's saying, that really is... What makes all the difference in our Christian life? It does.
0: No, it really does. And it, it does purify you and it cleanses you. And it takes out things that you think, man, I can't shake this. I can't, I can't, I can't get, get out of this or this, even the things that you don't even know that are in your life that need to go, that are holding you back for whatever reasons, that's the fire of God will deal with it. And the Holy Spirit. He's the revealer of all truth. He is, you know, he is, he has, he's the mind of Christ. He's the voice of God. He will be able to be the one inside of you. That's going to speak. Speak the word of God to you. And so that's why again the Bible does talk about, you know, that first infilling of of uh of the of the disciples and the apostles in Acts two, but it says later, and, and Paul talks about this is be ye being and filled. That means continuously be and filled with the Holy spirit. And it talks about it even later in acts how they were again, filled with the Holy spirit. This is something that we can daily go to the Lord and say, Holy spirit, yeah. fill me today. Spirit of God, come and touch my life. And really what, what it is for. And I heard this one time is, you know, we, we know that we're, we're originally, Filled with a, with the a well, the river of God, the the water is the you know the water of God, the river of God is the Holy Spirit. We fill our well, but really we can become rivers of living water coming out of us. It can be an overflow when we have the Spirit of God on us. Not only does it just it it's just like the fire. It it burns up things. the The waters inside of you is gonna take out any any dirty water. The more you have water flowing in you, it's gonna start. Overflowing and take all the bad stuff out. Everything just gets cleansed. Everything just gets clean. You get purified. You get refined. It's a quick, fast work. And that's the Holy Spirit. He's going to guide you into all truth. He's going to show you things to come. He's going to lead you in the way that you should go. He's going to speak things about your future. How exciting is that? When you get baptized in the Holy Spirit and you're, you have such a relationship with the Holy Spirit, He begins to speak things to you your future concerning what's to come. It's exciting to be, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's something we, we're to desire. And it's something that we go to the Lord daily and say, thank you, Lord, that Jesus is the one that baptizes me in the Holy Spirit. He's the one that baptizes me in the fire of God. I'm so grateful that Jesus is the one that baptizes me in fire. He's the one that pours fire on, on me daily so that I'm going to run and, yesterday I I was on fire, but today I'm going to be more on fire. Yesterday I was filled with the Holy Spirit, but today I'm even more filled with the Holy Spirit. Every single day I can be refreshed. Every single day I can be more on fire with God because God wants to pour out his spirit for the sole purpose that like he wants a relation he, relationship with you. He wants deep intimacy with you. He wants to show you what, where to go and what to do. And he wants you to be able to be empowered with his strength, with everything that he is in order to do what he's called you to do in this time.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's why it's so important. We have to stay in that place of being hungry, being thirsty, be desperate for the fire of God. Even if you feel like, Hey, I've been touched with the fire of God before. I mean, I'm so challenged in this every single day. Like Courtney saying, wake up Lord. If anyone's going to be touched by your fire today, let it be me. If anyone's going to burn for you more on fire today than yesterday, let it be me Lord. Don't pass me by because you know, Jesus is so willing. That is his heavenly ministry is to baptize you in his fire and that is what's going to propel you that is what's going to move you that is what's going to keep you living holy that's what's going to set you apart for a special work for God and so I encourage you stay hungry stay thirsty and know that Jesus will fulfill your every desire he will fulfill your every hunger and every thirst with his spirit and I believe that God God wants to pour out his fire more than ever before on this final hour generation and I know that we're talking to people who are hungry, who are thirsty. And so I'm excited to see all that God has in store for us this year.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. We love you so much. Thanks for joining us today and we'll talk to you next time.